the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. And a wonderful good afternoon to you. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. And we are, as always, delighted to have you with us this afternoon. We've got some breaking news that I want to get to right away, especially in the uh, traffic department. Because uh, we have had an incident uh, out on I-75, and uh, this incident has uh, really, um, about an hour uh, in the process here, uh, brought, uh, according to uh, Newswatch 8, has brought to a near standstill uh, traffic uh, on I-75 because of a tanker that has been overturned and chemicals uh, have been spilled on the highway. Hazmat crews are on scene with our very dedicated first responders, including firefighters. The Bruce B. Downs exit uh, shortly after 12 o'clock is when this happened. And, of course, that is still a work in process. It still is a traffic scene. And um, apparently a black Acura driven by 27-year-old Kimberly Westfall of Tampa uh, had been changing lanes to pass slower-moving traffic and collided with the tanker causing it to overturn and jackknife. Mm. Both drivers sustained minor injuries that refused transport. Charges are pending, but the northbound lanes have uh, since reopened, but it's very, very slow. So keep in mind, with the afternoon rush coming up, <clears throat> don't know if that's going to get back to the normal snail's pace, but nonetheless, it's been a very active scene there this afternoon. Well, I want to just tell you that I had a chance to uh, participate earlier today as the moderator uh, over in Pinellas County for an opioids faith-based community summit. And I want to tell you that uh, we had 300-plus uh, people there from uh, Bay, Area Church, Bay Area churches, several of the agencies uh, in our area, uh, Eckerd's uh, and um, uh, many others who were there this after, who were there this morning. And um, it was an honor and a privilege for me to be able to moderate. And uh, included on the panel was um, the police chief of uh, St. Petersburg, Anthony Holloway. And uh, he and the other distinguished members of the panel 
Um, it was just great <clears throat> because, as you know, 20-plus uh, years in Tallahassee, I've uh, worked on this. And as far as the kids who are uh, born of addictive mothers, uh, certainly have been working in that for a long, long time, have personal interest uh, because of my family. And um, with the foster care system and fostering these kids uh, until we uh, get them adopted into forever homes. And uh, as much as I have uh, known and acquired knowledge on this topic uh, today with the six assembled experts that were on the panel, you know, I learned more and got a little bit deeper. But the gist of it is this. If you are listening, here's a couple of things that uh, are takeaways that I wanted to just share about how you can be a part of the solution with your church or synagogue. Number one, you certainly can uh, develop programs to be able to be welcoming of people who, and a lot of people will end up going to the doctor, having a tooth extracted, maybe having knee replacement, uh, hip replacement, and they get uh, some of the uh, oxycodone sort of prescriptions and People don't realize it, but in four or five days, if you're not careful and purposeful, you can become addicted. So not only are people getting the drugs on the street, but uh, it's also through very, very legitimate uh, causes and reasons. The other thing you must realize is the is the fentanyl problem and the um, the types of fentanyl that are on the street today. Uh, there are some. Uh, some of the fentanyl is all it takes is like a couple of little cubes, like, uh, you know, two or three grains of salt. That particular uh, fentanyl is used to tranquilize elephants, Mike. And so if you tranquilize an elephant, uh, this is the stuff that's killing people on the streets. Why? Because... I think China is allegedly part of the bad guys bringing it in, uh, in container ships. It's coming across our southern border. But because so little of it needs uh, to be included in the illicit drug, and what they're doing is they they have these uh, pill presses that make it look like Xanax or other kinds of pills, and uh, that's what they're putting it in. And I want to tell you, you have to be listening, and if you're struggling with acquiring drugs on the street in the fentanyl family, you you know already, and I just want to share with our audience, if you're buying drugs on the street, you have no idea, obviously, where they came from, who made it, and it may not be the manufacturer that you think it is. And I got to tell you that our men in blue that are on the streets, when they, uh, especially those of the, the drug interdiction teams, They have to be so careful because if they end up doing a bust uh, with this real bad, bad, bad grade of the fentanyl, uh, it's in the air. And um, there was an entire SWAT team that uh, ended up having uh, knocked out the whole team. They didn't die, but uh, seriously affected them medically, had to be evacuated out. And so this is what's on our streets. And, of course, once you get addicted— and the, the area that I have most expertise is is when a um, when a mom who is pregnant is using those type of drugs, uh, it is uh, not necessarily a death sentence for her unborn boy or girl, 
but uh, when they're born, they are born with uh, extensive sensory issues. Uh, they were born addicted. <clears throat> they have to, if it's available, they'll go into the neonatal ward and they'll have to put them on something like another drug, like methadone, to like they would do for a heroin addict to um, keep the patient from going cold turkey. And if these uh, children don't get a chance to get that uh, medication, then they are born cold turkey and the withdrawals are just horrible. And oh, by the way, I can tell you from experience that um, since the opioid uh, epidemic began and those early kids are moving through the system and now uh, they're anywhere from 13 to 17 years of age, maybe uh, I met a lady today who suggested that their daughter was in that camp at age 19 now. Um, One of the things that I asked a question to our panelists was, I know years ago and every year I'm monitoring this, that it used to be fetal alcohol syndrome was the dreaded um, addiction that a child could have because that continues for a lifetime and it actually kills brain cells. Well, now i got to tell you that all these kids that are opioid addicted, they're born, they're put in the neonatal um, the NICU at the hospitals, they have to be covered up with a blanket, they have to turn the lights down, Uh, Everything they touch, everything they see, everything they smell, everything is a sensory issue overload. And um, most of them have to go on some sort of medication, uh, psychotropic drug that I'm not excited about at all. And um, as those little ones are now growing up and out, the experts don't know. Don't know if it will ever subside. Cocaine will subside if that was the drug of choice during a pregnancy. Crack cocaine as well. Uh, marijuana, again, not the hard long-term effects, but the opioid situation, it's, it, it could be playing for keeps. And I think it's still com- contending to be just as bad as fetal alcohol syndrome if it imprisons or puts a, a child in chains for life uh, with restrictions because of the illegal drug re- use of the mom during the pregnancy. So I want to tell you, I was in the questions that I got in the Q&A, we used the index cards and, you know, I have a, an opportunity to moderate um, a lot of things. And um, the the quality of questions that uh, came in, of course, we couldn't get to anywhere near all of them. But I tell you what, it was a group of uh, faith-based individuals from area churches who were locked in, zoned in. And uh, as Chief Holloway said from St. Petersburg Police Department, you know, we found out that we can't put, we can't put them all in jail. And that's not going to fix the problem. And law enforcement now is focusing more on the drug dealers. And when I say focusing, as far as going after incarcerating and arresting, and those that are busted by trying to to buy drugs, uh, they're trying to go a different route to get them the type of help that they need. That's why he was there today, want to get the churches involved to help change these people's lifestyles, to, to help them at their point of need, assist them where, where possible and necessary. And uh, they want to go after the bad guys. So very, very um, educational day, and I just hats off to all the organizers there uh, in the St. Pete area that uh, had a chance to put this together. Well, we've got some things to talk about on today's show. 
And uh, one of the things I want to mention to you that uh, coming up a little bit later on during this hour, we're going to have a chance to talk with uh, David Johnson, who is with Community Christian Academy. He's the administrator there. And we're going to be talking about uh, that school and uh, what a wonderful place that you might want to consider um, enrolling your son or daughter. And, of course, we just happen to have a program for that called Half Price Soft Tuitions. But our emphasis today is, uh, we'll mention that, but the emphasis is showcasing this wonderful institution. So that's coming up a little bit later on today's program. Here's some topics we'll try to get to today. First of all, we didn't get to the topic of the allegations by the Houston Chronicle against uh, Southern Baptist churches in Texas uh, with their investigation on sex abuse by uh, pastors and lay people and uh, what's, what happened in some churches there in Texas. We didn't get to the story, but today I will. The Southern Baptist president uh, currently is J.D. Greer. And uh, he weighed in on the uh, sex abuse situation, and we'll be talking about that. Is the Florida lottery addictive? I happened to monitor this uh, hearing yesterday. Very interesting dialogue. We're going to tell you why and what triggered that question. And it is part of the language in a bill that passed yesterday in a committee uh, in the House, through the House. But the question is, will it stay in or get amended out? But we'll talk about Florida Lottery. Is it addictive? Also, Hillsborough County may form a human trafficking task force. We'll see what they're looking at there. And a bizarre story uh, out of Port Ritchie. Mayor Dale Massad. Are you ready for this, Mike? The mayor opened fire on a SWAT team. What is up with that? We'll have that morning. Bill Bunkley Show reminding you that I'm always delighted to have you, but I'm more delighted when you call in and share your opinion. And to do that, the number is 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. This is the Bill Bunkley Show with yours truly, Bill Bunkley. And for our first-time listeners, in fact, some at the conference today, thanks for being with us. And I assure you, I'll be right back. Sometimes it may feel like the troubles of the world are pulling us down. When that happens, we should pick ourselves back up with the power of God's love. Godvine.com makes it easy to brighten even the darkest day with uplifting and inspiring videos and stories chosen especially for you to lift you up and strengthen you in your walk with Jesus. From powerful stories of healing, miracles, and angels to heartwarming videos of love, surprises, and joy to cute and funny videos that'll have you laughing out loud. Godvine has just what you need for the best uplifting videos filled with joy, hope, and love to brighten your day. Join millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. For a happier day right away, visit us at Godvine.com. Godvine.com. That's Godvine.com. 
This is Dennis Prager. I want to invite you to join me for a travel opportunity that may be the highlight of your year, maybe even one of the highlights of your life. I'm headed back to Israel in December 2019 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour of the key sites and places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Come home inspired, renewed, and empowered by the experience if you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel. This is your opportunity. Click Stand with Israel at letstalkfaith.com. Saturday afternoons at 4. It's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. God was the one that said, I will provide for you what you need. And he provided a woman, a wife, not a honey, not a hookup, but a wife. Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Bunkley Show. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. want to talk about uh, a piece of legislation this afternoon. And um, if you like to follow these type of things, jot down House Bill 629. That's House Bill 629. That was heard yesterday in the Gaming Control Subcommittee uh, in, in Tallahassee. Now, what's interesting is is that this is kind of a, a conservative uh, a, a bill, and what I'm saying is you never know what you are going to get out of uh, some of the, you know, gaming, I call them the gambling committees of the Florida House of uh, Representatives. And so we have a bill here that uh, the legislator had um, some some issues that he wanted to deal with. Uh, some things that he thought uh, were uh, important to uh, be in the bill. And as the bill was presented and began to uh, have some discussion, there was, uh, there was a clause in addition to trying to roll back uh, some of the advertising, some of the things that uh, I certainly don't uh, agree with. Uh, but uh, it would prohibit right now if you're going to buy a lottery ticket and by and by the way if you if you try to go into a Publix oh, uh, Winn-Dixie uh, or certainly any convenience store starting at about one or two o'clock on Friday, especially convenience stores, you can see there's just a few people in there that you wonder if they are regular customers every Friday. And you wonder if they might be, well, somewhat addicted. And I got to say, we're all typical, and you kind of take a look and you go, hey, can they afford to be buying, you know, a couple hundred dollars of scratch-offs? Some of them. Certainly, when you go to the lower-income urban areas, anywhere in our listening area, go on a Friday afternoon, I've said this probably 20 times, look at the extra billboards the Florida Lottery has in those neighborhoods, and hey, you can make it big in some form or fashion. And then uh, the folks that get their weekly paychecks, I mean, half of it with some of them or more is going to the lottery. Well, right now, 
if you have a smartphone, they're trying to make sure in this bill that it is absolutely clear that the will of the Florida legislature, if signed by the governor, you cannot buy lottery tickets from an electronic device. You can't play a ticket on electronic advice, device. You can't store it on your electronic device. You can't redeem it on your electronic device. And if so, there's criminal penalties. Now, here is the rub. There's language that also requires the Department of Lottery to include a specified warning in advertisements or promotions of lottery games. A provision that requires the vendor to print specific specified warnings on all lottery tickets. It basically says, hey, beware that um, you could become addicted to buying lottery tickets. And oh, by the way, most people lose. And I forget what the percentage was. And unfortunately, I've been trying to pull up the bill. Uh, but I can't, the actual language of the bill, because I wanted to read to you exactly what the language is. And I, um, let's see if this will do it. There, maybe this will do it. I wanted to read you the exact language and my state computer. Here, I think I can give it to you right now. It looks like the state computer is cooperating. Let's see if this is in this version. And so the idea is is to warn people that, uh, you know, this isn't necessarily a a good, you know, payout situation. And, uh, well, that the conservatives, pretty much the conservatives, this is the House, by the way. The conservatives were, you know, open with it. But Representative Schlossberg from down in Palm Beach or Broward County uh, was challenging the fact, wanting to know, well, how many people are addicted to the lottery? Well, there's been a there's been a comprehensive study. I think it was in Oregon where they uh, did an in depth study of people who are and gets have been addicted to you know buying lottery tickets. But um, she was trying to block that language, saying, well, I don't believe it's true. I don't believe people get addicted to the lottery, of which I was chuckling. And I know some of you who, you know, deal with waiting for people to get done with their 50 sheets of lottery tickets. And I know some of you may play. I'm just, you know, I got my worldview. But here's the warning. This is what really stirred up those on the left. Warning. Playing a lottery game constitutes gambling. You think? You think? Constitutes uh, gambling and may lead to addiction and or compulsive behavior. Are you ready for this? The chances of winning a big prize are very low. And if it's on television, um, the statement must read, uh, or on the Internet, or in any other electronic medium, appear in black font with a white background to occupy at least 10% of the surface area of the advertisement and promotion. If the warning is in print, included in a newspaper, in a magazine, on a billboard, appear in prominent text and occupy at least 10% of the surface area of that as well. 
And here we go. If on the radio, which you won't hear those ads on this station, will audibly uh, announced at the conclusion of the advantage of the advertisement or the promotion. Well, I'll tell you what. People who want to rip off the poor, because you know who's buying the lottery tickets. Come on. And I'm not talking about you. You who buy a ticket with your birthday and your wife's birthday, and you've been buying that same ticket for a year for, for years and years, one ticket a week, you know, right is right, wrong is wrong. But I want to tell you, if everybody was doing that, there would not be a Florida lottery. I mean, there wouldn't be enough revenue flowing through for it to make a difference. So anyway, we'll watch. This is one of the bills that we're going to watch, and of course, the bill sponsor. Um, I support the bill as it is. He's kind of him hawing at the end. Well, you know what? We're here to make a thing. This is the first stop. Uh, we're going to use the whole process to make it better, and uh, you know, there's things that we'll probably change and look at. So, who knows how this is going to end up? But I tell you what, for all those folks that aren't making a ton of coins out there. Lining up on a, on a Friday afternoon, there are folks who are ill-equipped to be spending the kind of money they're spending on lottery tickets. But, boy, we don't want to warn them, brother and sister, on most of these you're going to lose. Or they're going to pay you a few bucks to where you turn right around in five days, you reinvest it buying more tickets. Or you buy more tickets while you're there. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. When we come back, more of the Bill Bunkley Show. Everything comes alive. Everything comes alive. Everything comes alive. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A judge set a $100,000 bond for Empire actor Jesse Smollett, who was accused of staging an attack against himself in downtown Chicago last month. Bond was posted and Smollett left the courthouse. Trump confidant Roger Stone has appeared in court after he posted a photo on Instagram of a judge and what appeared to be the crosshairs of a gun. Stone apologized for that picture. U.S. District Judge Amy Berman Jackson also implemented a full gag order in Stone's case. In Maryland, Coast Guard Lieutenant 49-year-old Christopher Paul Hussan will remain in custody. Hassan is accused of being a white supremacist who stockpiled guns and compiled a hit list of prominent Democrats. It was a down day on Wall Street. The Dow dropped 104 points. The Nasdaq was off 29. This is SRN News. Question, do you have a health insurance plan you are not happy with? Well, Bethany and Jason thought they were stuck. Their plan just kept getting more expensive, and Bethany's favorite doctor didn't even take that plan anymore. And then some friends at church told them about MediShare. With our previous insurance, we were paying $1,200 a month. With MediShare, we now pay around $600 a month. Yes, they're paying $600 less per month, and that's a pretty typical savings with MediShare. And they actually like MediShare more. I was able to go back to my original doctor that I absolutely loved, and it's just been an absolutely beautiful thing being a part of MediShare. Yeah, so they pay a lot less, and they like it more. No wonder MediShare is growing so fast. Find out more. They're super easy to talk to. All you have to do is call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-B-I-B-L-E, 844-41-BIBLE. 
Whether you're taking care of clients, kids, a husband, or all of the above, sometimes you just need a night to care for yourself. Faith Talk presents Ladies' Night Out, Thursday, March 14th at Bell Shoals Baptist, featuring Christian comedian and speaker Amberly Neese. I was voted most spirited at my high school. I was also voted most likely to shave my head and stand in an airport and pass out daisies. Food trucks will be on hand early. You'll enjoy dessert, photo booth, and shopping at our Ladies' Night Expo. And most of all, encouragement and laughter with Amberly Neese. I'll be in the middle of worship. God is so good. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, who claps like this except cheerleaders? Mm-mm-mm. Don't miss Faith Talk's Ladies' Night Out with Amberly Neese. Thursday, March 14th at Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon. Last year's event sold out fast, so get your tickets today. $5 when you sign up for the Faith Talk Fan Club. Details at letstalkfaith.com. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God hath commanded the light to shine out of darkness? Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Imagine if I told you that an earthquake was going to hit tomorrow right where you live. That it would be 6.5 in magnitude with aftershocks occurring twice 25 minutes apart. You'd no doubt talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you an earthquake will happen tomorrow. But what if it does? Shouldn't you have a plan? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The horrors of abortion appear daily as states across the country pledge their support for late-term abortion laws. And with the recent change in New York's law legalizing abortion right up to the point of birth, we see virtually immediate real-world impact. The ink was barely dry on New York's Reproductive Health Act when the New York Times reported that after Governor Cuomo's signing of the bill, quote, anti-abortion campaigners predicted it would eliminate criminal penalties for violence that ends women's pregnancies. The debate resurfaced over the weekend after the Queens District Attorney, Richard A. Brown, cited the new law as the reason for dropping an abortion charge against a man who the police say fatally stabbed his former girlfriend when she was 14 weeks pregnant, end quote. The speed of the moral revolution is dizzying. Just days after the passage of this abortion law, the criminal justice system dropped its case to protect the life of the unborn. I'm Albert Moeller. are open at 877-943-9673. I am the great Houdini, Bill Bunkley, this afternoon, which means I'm a very flexible person. Well, I'm not too flexible after my uh, leukemia uh, journey I'm on, but no, 
Here's why we are flexible. Uh, David Johnson is stuck on the Howard Franklin Bridge. He was supposed to be with us during this segment. So what I'm going to do is be flexible. Of course, he's the administrator at Community Christian Academy. Going to hold him over to right at the 5 o'clock hour next hour, hopefully, because uh, I tell you what, I dealt with that this morning, Mike. When you go from where I live off the veterans in North Hillsborough County, and you've got to be over in Indian Rocks at 8 o'clock in the morning, rush hour traffic all the way to the Gulf. That is quite an experience. And that's why when I'm home, I may do a few breakfast meetings in the morning, but usually I work out of my home office, and that's where on a typical non-rushed day with uh, appointments, that's where I usually do my quiet time, pray, and I write my uh, daily commentary, something to think about. So little culture shock when I have to get out and do what many of you do every day, but I, I would say few of you go from almost the Hillsborough County line all the way to Indian Rocks. Going and coming during the rush hour, that was quite an experience. Boy, people are brutal, too. I mean to tell you. I even had the station van. The Christian station van. Hey, let's talk, you know. Praise the Lord. That did not deter folks from trying to take off my front bumper a couple times. Just, I mean, reminded me of the Daytona 500 back on Sunday. You know, three three bang them up, uh, you know, wrecked the whole field in the last 10 laps. So we'll talk about Community Christian Academy in a moment. So that lets me open up about this. Uh, unbelievable. A couple of stories I wanted to get to. Um, one I didn't even mention. By the way, the mayor's phone got hacked his twitter account got hacked and wait till i tell you even if that goes the second hour as well he he is hot when you find when i tell you what they did (laughs) not funny but it is kind of funny all right this comes to us from news channel 8 this is bizarro land 877-943-9673 probably if you live in port ritchie not newport ritchie but port ritchie in case i misspoke um, you probably are already aware of this because this has got to be the number one water cooler, take a break topic that's been happening because, well, according to the story at Newswatch 8, Port Ritchie Mayor Dale Massad is facing charges of attempted homicide after he allegedly, now get this. In my right mind, if the SWAT team showed up at my house, I am not going to open fire on the SWAT team. This is going to have to make the national news. I mean, we got one mayor open fire on a SWAT team. We got the other mayor, the the bigger town mayor. He gets hacked, and when you find out what his deal is. But anyway, this is Mayor's Day in Central Florida. But anyway, he opened fire. He, let me make sure. The Port Ritchie Mayor Dale Massad, not Mayor Bob Buckhorn. Massad opened fire uh, on a SWAT team trying to serve a search warrant at his home. Now, granted, it was in the morning. It was 4.40 this morning. SWAT team members announced their presence at Massad's home. He lives on Hayward Lane. Not going to tell you more than that. Uh Shots were fired at the SWAT team, but the deputies did not return fire. Now, let me just pause there for a minute. I don't know what the nature of this is all about, 
But, you know, if you're going to go, if you're going to make a tactical decision to raid your mayor's house at 4.30 in the morning, that's a, that's a pretty heavy-duty call, if you know what I mean. So, anyway, Mayor Massad, 68, he's been busted on charges of, are you ready for this? It gets better. Practicing medicine without a license. I mean, how does this, by the way, these are allegations, but if proven true, how in the world do you even think you're going to enter into public life, be an elected official, and if it's true, you're practicing medicine without a license? Now, that's something. Anyway, FDLE, the Florida Department of Law Enforcement agents, received information from the Port Ritchie Police Department that Mossad whose medical license was relinquished in 1992 in place of revocation. So somehow, he wasn't quite the doctor he was, you know, cracked up to be. He was still practicing medicine. Not a good idea. So, agents launched an investigation and learned Mossad had patients coming to his home for various treatments. Detectives said he performed medical procedures at his residence with one procedure requiring additional hospital treatment for the patient. Are you telling me he had privileges, admitting privileges? (laughs) Oh, my, my. Shouldn't laugh because there's a victim here, for sure. Anyway, with a search warrant, we profile people's lives. We look at their pattern of life. And this was our fine sheriff in Pasco County, Sheriff Noko. Sheriff, who's put them on the map with the live PD. By the way, it was funny because, uh, Mike, as a side note, I was sitting next to Chief Holloway. And I I purposely designed the panel so he'd be the last to contribute because all, all of our other experts had different aspects people didn't know. But, you know, everybody's watching TV. Everybody's, you know, you see the news. You got drug busts here and there. You know, all of what we're talking about, about illegal opioids. And then I said, you know, the number one, and it's true, the number one cable show on TV on Friday, Saturday night, you know what it is? Live PD. Live PD, the three-hour show of which Pasco County is one of the departments. And by the way, if you don't know about Live PD, um, what they do is they have about 20 departments around the country with live film crews. And depending on what's going on, they go from department to department, whether it's a chase, whether it's a DUI, whether it's domestic. So for three hours, America can tune in live on A&E from 9 to 12, Friday and Saturday night, and watch this live PD. And since it's the number one show on the cable networks, I made a statement. I said, well, the reason why I had uh, Chief Holloway last is... All of our other contributors are areas that you, you might not be exposed to as those that were at the seminar, the forum. But I said, since most of you are forming your opinions from what you see on the evening news, you know, the busts, the the reaction to police arrests. And I said, you know, since it's the number one TV program, I wanted to save uh, Chief Holloway for the last presenter. And so I, so I asked him the lead question. He says, well, the first thing, Bill, is do not watch live PD. Don't waste your time. (laughs) So anyway, um, here we have uh, another situation. 
with the Port Ritchie uh, mayor. I'm looking at a picture here. Yeah, he. I guess this is him getting busted. He was in his long shorts, flip-flops, and no shirt. So I guess they didn't even let him put a shirt on. But with a search warrant, quote, we profile people's lives. We look at their pattern of life. That's Sheriff Noko. The suspect is a known drug user. He's talking about the mayor. The suspect has multiple weapons in the house, which was prevalent in what happened. The suspect has made statements that he doesn't want to go back to jail. The suspect has a previous history of violence. That's who we're dealing with today. This is not Massad's first run-in with the law enforcement. Mayor Massad and his girlfriend were arrested on domestic battery charges last August. Well, I don't know why he's still mayor. I don't know why we don't have a recall. But the headline, Mike, was pretty good. And I don't want to use someone else's headline, but you know what? The Pasco County Byline, Newswatch 8, quote, talking about the mayor. He's lucky he's not dead. Shots fired at SWAT team before mayor's arrest. Man, only in America, right? Only in America. Got another story here. Let's see if I can get this one in very quickly. Um, I'm looking for the story here. And again, if you're just tuning in, we had scheduled to have with us during this time slot, uh, David Johnson, uh, an administrator at Community Christian Academy, and he is running late on the Howard Franklin Bridge. So I usually queue things up a couple of um, uh, moments before we get to them. Let's go over here and see if I can pick it up somewhere else. And that is uh, the mayor of the city of Tampa, Bob Buckhorn, who we hope to have on. Uh, I want to see if he will be a co-host uh, for an hour with me coming up the next few days to uh, talk about his eight years in office. He's been termed out. Anyway, uh, here we go. Straight to the source again, WFLA. Tampa police are investigating a bomb threat. Are you ready for this? Somebody did a bomb threat at Tampa International Airport. And they did it, apparently, from Mayor Bob Buckhorn's Twitter account. (laughs) Somebody hacked into his Twitter account this morning, and they were tweeting a nonstop series of offensive racist posts, threw in some pornographic posts, and then claimed a bomb was in a package at Tampa International. Police found no credible threats to that. Apparently... The mayor lost control of his Twitter account just before 4 o'clock with an initial post that said, quote, hacked by Mezoid, sheep killer 69, you can't touch this. He's not a happy camper. When we come back, I'll tell you a little bit about the mayor's reaction. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. You know, sometimes it's just a wacky day. Sometimes we deal with very heavy-duty issues, and sometimes it's just a wacky day. This is a wacky day. More on the Tampa mayor, Bob Buckhorn, having his Twitter account uh, hacked and the mayor being blamed for a bomb threat that he didn't do at Tampa National Airport this morning. More the Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. Jesus in disguise. 
Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Have you been following the Jesse Smollett story? He's the actor on the TV show Enterprise who claims to have been attacked last month in Chicago by two men with Make America Great caps who shouted racial and homophobic slurs and tied a rope around his neck. The story quickly fell apart as it was reported the men were Nigerians Smollett had hired to stage the entire event. Chicago police want to interview Smollett a second time. So far, he's not shown up for the interview. If he lied, he could go to jail. Now, what's interesting is the number of people who jumped to Smollett's defense, including senators and presidential candidates Kamala Harris and Cory Booker. That's because it fits the left's false narrative that America is a racist country full of hate for people who are different from themselves. This has always been the line of the left that rarely has anything good to say about the country. If Smollett did lie, don't look for any of those who stood by him to apologize. Has Al Sharpton ever apologized for the Tawani Brawley incident? Of course not. When you're of the left, it means never having to say you're sorry. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt, credit card debt, and I heard a commercial for Trinity. I gave them a call. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. When I first called, I was a little embarrassed and kind of ashamed, and I looked at the numbers, and I saw how quickly that astronomical debt that was in my life would go away. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. What I would tell other people, please pick up the phone and call Trinity. Just let them put together a program and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. Sacrifice. When you have children, sacrifice just comes with the territory. You sacrifice a new club for a new baseball glove. You sacrifice a weekend getaway for a church missions trip. You sacrifice because you love your child and you want them to have every advantage. Let us help you lessen the sacrifice it takes to send your son or daughter to the finest Christian schools in Tampa Bay. By half, that's right. When you go to ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find half-off tuition for some of our community's most reputable faith-based schools, ranging from preschool all the way to Bible college. And you won't have to sacrifice hours in the car either. Our partner schools are located throughout the Bay Area. Chances are, there's one near you. You want the best for your child. You're willing to sacrifice. And here at Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910, we're ready to help with half-price tuition to faith-based schools. Explore your options today at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. And if I have to go into foreclosure, what are the implications of since that house is not in my trust, can they attach a lien against the trust? All right, well, the general answer is if you own it and you control it and it's all for your benefit, it's reachable by a creditor unless it's exempt. Ask an attorney, Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. 
Bill Bunkley here, the Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. It's kind of wacko, bizarro day on some of the things we're talking about here. And uh, about 4 o'clock this morning, the Twitter account of the mayor of Tampa got hacked and not only sent some porno and other stuff out, but uh, through his Twitter account uh, said there was a bomb at Tampa International Airport. Well, that wasn't the case, but uh, nonetheless, that's uh, how this thing came down. And um, by the way, hackers uh, changed the mayor's cover and profile photos multiple times and at one point renamed the account Bob Cluckhorn with a bio that said City of Tampa's mayor, white supremacist, hater of hashtag, 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 hashtag. <laughs> oh, my boy. My word. In addition to the, oh, my word. This I didn't catch earlier. In addition to the child porn, porn and racist tweets, the hackers also sent a tweet to Tampa National Airport at FlyTPA that said, I have hidden a bomb in a package somewhere at the Tampa International Airport looking forward to seeing some minorities die. The hackers also sent out a fake emergency alert. Emergency alert ballistic missile thread inbound Tampa Bay area. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. The hackers also tweeted this sexist comment. There are times in life I feel like it was a mistake allowing women to think they are equals. This is one deranged individual. At one point, the hackers added a name and an address to Mayor Bob Buckhorn's profile and tweeted. I'll leave that one to your imagination. He is not a happy camper. Now, for one thing, Bob is out of the state on a hunting trip. And uh, I don't know what woods he's in, but he's in the woods somewhere trying to work with his staff to get his account closed out. Here's the official statement. Earlier this morning, we noticed someone hacked Bob, Mayor Bob, Mayor Bob. <laughs> Let me try that again. Chemo mind. Chemotherapy mind. Earlier this morning, we noticed someone hacked Mayor Buckhorn's Twitter account. This was clearly not Mayor Buckhorn. Upon noticing the hack, we immediately began investigating these reprehensible tweets. We will work with the Tampa Police Department as well as all investigators to find out how this breach was made. We urge residents to change their passwords and continue to alert officials when they see an unlikely change in account activity. We are working with law enforcement to investigate all threats made by this hack. And uh, Tampa National Airport issued a statement that said, Airport police are aware of hackers who made threats against the airport via Tampa Mayor's Twitter account. Police do not believe the threats are credible, but are taking appropriate action to ensure the safety of TPA. Operations for passengers are normal at this time. Stay with WFLA for updates. Well, just stay with Bill Bunkley with updates. Um, so that's what we have. That's the uh, the issue. And so what a day that we have in our community. And uh, to see exactly how these things play out. Um, and, of course, it's, to me, uh, sometimes I deal with such serious subjects, and we have some very, very intelligent, serious conversations here when we dialogue. 
sometimes when you deal in this business as much as I do and you get stories like this, it just it's just not only is it surreal, but you, you just can't contain yourself by just sort of chuckling and saying, you know, I, I, this is just bizarre. So, um, but anyway, uh, that's what we have. Now, I have some good news. The, um, the Howard Franklin Bridge has released David Johnson, so he's uh, in our control room. So that means that we'll get to David after the top of the hour. Uh, and then we're going to have a, a very important discussion. And, and yes, we've we've had some fun during this hour, but we're going to be talking about um, what had happened. We certainly have been dealing with uh, the abuse of priests in the Catholic Church for you know publicly um, for years and years and years. Uh, just know that this is happening everywhere. So don't think my statement is suggesting that. Southern Baptist has been immune. They have not. But um, Southern Baptist President J.D. Greer um, has, a, has a, pr- a plan and an approach. Didn't get to that story yesterday. I will get to it today because it's important for me to cover that. I am a Southern Baptist. I'm a Florida Baptist. hope most of you know that what these reports are is reprehensible, uh, absolutely disgusting, and uh, something that, uh, you know, we certainly are not going to take the, uh, the left approach to, to all of this. But we're going to have a discussion. I'll also open up the phone lines you can share as well. And hopefully I'll talk a little bit about some of the things that we implemented with Trail Life USA, which is the Christian alternative to the Boy Scouts of America because of some of their decisions on some of their um, moral positions. But uh, anyway, that's coming up in the second hour, and we'll get a chance to showcase the Community Christian Academy. Well, I'm going to be heading on over to our um, uh, Faith Talk stations, where I'm there already. But if you'd like to continue with our program, AM 570 across uh, West Central Florida, Plant City, AM 910. And in Lakeland, got an FM station, 102.1. I'm Bill Bunkley. Hope to have you with you on the other side. For all others... We'll see you tomorrow at 4. We now selling talk. all kinds of stuff. Oh, boy, yeah. Where, where they got pet pillows, mm-hmm. little Georgie. Little Georgie never had a pet pillow before. A 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. never said before, so we're closer. She's seven pounds, and I'm telling you, when, it, when a seven-pound dog weeps, there's nothing cuter. Just yeah. break your heart. So you got to put in the code Eric or Metaxas. And then before we go, in, now in hour two right now, we've got Sandy Patty. Yes, Sandy okay. Patty, Encore Thursday. And, okay, so let me tell you, folks. What I said about Faith McDonald, I'm going to talk about this every day. You, you need to use the... F- you dropped big money on a billboard because the rep told you you'd get a gajillion impressions every day. But let's do the math. Maybe 50,000 people drove past your billboard. Of those, maybe 1% actually fit your customer profile. Out of that 1%, maybe another 1% is actually in the market. And out of that 1%, 1% is ready to pull the trigger. Maybe. So how much did it cost you to acquire that customer again? Yeah. On the other hand, digital marketing through Salem Surround dramatically lowers your customer acquisition cost, taking you directly to qualified customers at the exact moment they are ready and eager to buy, rather than hoping they just happen to drive by and notice you. 
at Salem Surround, we take you directly to the sale, whether it's in Tampa or Tacoma, St. Pete or St. Louis. With Salem Surround, you sell more and spend less. Get the facts at surroundtampa.com. Chances are there'll never be an emergency ever again. But just in case, let's talk about a plan. Okay. Who is going to grab the go bag? What's a go bag? It is a bag we do not have that is filled with things we really, really need in an emergency. Guess we won't have to worry about it then. Well, this is great. (laughs) I am so glad that we don't have a plan. I know. Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Visit ready.gov slash kids for tips and information. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. That relied on racial, homophobic, and political language. When that didn't work, Smollett paid $3,500 to stage this attack and drag Chicago's reputation through the mud in the process. At Smollett's first court appearance, a judge set bond at $100,000, meaning that he must post $10,000 to be released. North Carolina's Elections Board has ordered a new election in the nation's last undecided congressional race after reviewing evidence that it was tainted by absentee ballot fraud. The North Carolina State Board of Elections voted 5 to nothing on Thursday to hold a new election in the 9th Congressional District. The board did not immediately set a schedule. A down day on Wall Street as the Dow dropped 104 points to close at 25,851. The NASDAQ lower by 29. The S&P 500 declined by 10. Oil down 20 cents to 56.96 a barrel. More on these stories at townhall.com. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. It's probably been about 10 years ago. I had quite a few credit cards. The interest on the cards was really high. I was making the minimum payments, but barely. And it was just getting to be too much, so I called Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976 to talk to a certified counselor. They met with me, and they were able to get all of my credit cards in one lower payment. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. They did help me learn how to manage my money. Now, you know, we have a house, and we're doing a lot better. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. My name is Holly, and I am debt-free for keeps. 1-800-990-6976. Experts in the Netherlands say airlines need better data before flying over conflict zones in the light of the Malaysia Airlines downing in 2014. The Dutch Safety Board says more than four years after the passenger jet was shot down over conflict-ravaged eastern Ukraine, airlines around the world still need more and better information to make risk assessments about flying over war zones. The watchdog says some progress has been made since the downing of MH17 in sharing data about potential risks of flying over conflicts, and that airlines are now taking action more quickly. They add airlines are adopting a more structured approach to analysing the risks and uncertainties, scaling up to a higher risk level at an earlier stage. I'm Charles de Ledesma. A Colombian cardinal has warned fellow Roman Catholic bishops at a Vatican summit they could be imprisoned for covering up crimes if they don't properly deal with clergy sex abuse cases. Cardinal Ruben Salazar Gomez denounced how bishops tend to believe priests over laity. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. 
The world's biggest bee has been rediscovered after scientists thought it had been lost forever. Known as Wallace's giant bee, the insect is four times bigger than an average honeybee with large beetle-like jaws. After days of searching, wildlife experts came across a single specimen in the dense forest of a little explored island. They say it's breathtaking to see this flying bulldog of an insect, which they weren't sure even existed. Now they have real proof in the wild. They're calling for improved conservation measures for the bee, which relies on forests to survive. BBC correspondent Helen Briggs reporting. The Trump administration has broken off talks with California in a dispute over mileage standards, moving the two closer to a possible court battle that threatens to roil the auto industry. The administration wants to block tougher Obama-era mileage standards for vehicles. It's threatened to revoke California's unique authority to set its own mileage standards as a part of that. More on these stories at townhall.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, Tampa Bay. Good afternoon, Lakeland, Plant City. Good afternoon, Bradenton, Sarasota, all across Central Florida. We are delighted to have you back for the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. And, of course, I'm your host, Bill Bunkley, on this very fine day. I happen to be out and about and uh, driving from my home in northern uh, Hillsborough County all the way to Indian Rocks this morning. Took uh, part, if you didn't uh, hear during the first hour, on a faith-based opioid summit, uh, helping churches to understand how they can help and engage this. Uh, great outreach for them who are sharing the gospel throughout the community and uh, just a delight this morning. But i got to tell you, a beautiful day all across West Central Florida. Of course, I was uh, battling the traffic I normally don't battle. And I got to tell you what, when you start almost at the Hillsborough County line and get on the veterans and come on down, finally get to 275, start heading across the Howard Franklin Bridge, and then hit the rush hour traffic when you get over in Pinellas, and you're going all the way to the coast in Indian Rocks, it's interesting, but beautiful day. And a beautiful day coming back. I mean, it was around 1 o'clock, I guess, when I was uh, heading back uh, to this side. And fortunately, not like uh, uh, Brother David had to experience a few moments ago, the Howard Franklin was uh, was open until you really got to West Shore. And then I realized when I got here that that tanker, even though it was way up toward Bruce B. Downs, you have a tanker that gets jackknifed because some young lady cut him off. And fortunately, they're both fine. But it doesn't take long for traffic to back up for miles and miles, including from 75 to 275. But we are glad to have you with us today. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Now, a little programming note. Um, David got tied up on the Howard Franklin Bridge. Of course, he's the administrator at Community Christian Academy. Going to be talking about their fine programs. And it just so happens 
<clears throat> they are part of our half-price soft tuitions, but we're going to showcase that in just a moment. But before we do, uh, just a couple of things I wanted to share about uh, this hour. You know, yesterday we had some great discussions uh, of the of uh, the um, the difference between those uh, on the left that want to go the route of socialism in this country. And those uh, on the right uh, who are perfectly fine with all of its flaws for capitalism and entrepreneurism and private responsibility. So that was such a great discussion. We never got to my discussion of another topic uh, with President J.D. Greer, who's president of Southern Baptist Convention. And, you know, I've been talking about the issues that have transpired because of a Houston Chronicle newspaper story last week. Uh, chronicling uh, sexual abuse in Southern Baptist churches in Texas. And, of course, because of the ongoing, probably a lot more public over the last decade, scandal of the Catholic Church. And then if you haven't heard, we probably, we may or may not get to it today, but apparently the Catholic Church has a series of areas where there are children who have been born and fathered by Catholic priests that the church is raising. And, uh, of course, all of that, you know, I I like like to remind you that, um, especially during the second hour, we're we're gathered by those of you who are either seeking, interested, or or following Christ. You know, just just a side note for a second, you know, purity is, is not an option. I mean, amen? I mean, purity is not an option. Your integrity, your character, it's not an option. Now, it doesn't mean when you come to Christ you got it all together because i got to tell you, you will spend a lifetime learning to walk with Christ. You'll spend a lifetime in that sanctification process. So you don't have to be perfect. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But the idea that, um, you know, any of our senior, and remember that when it comes to the Southern Baptist Convention, each church is autonomous. They are in cooperation with the Florida Baptist Convention and Southern Baptist Convention. Now, that doesn't mean when we talk about that issue later on this hour that even though we're not like the Catholic Church where we're in a hierarchy and, uh, you know, Rome owns it all uh, and employs it all, et cetera, et cetera, um, so they can dictate directly. Well, you know, leadership can't dictate completely, but if a church is not operating with acceptable minimal standards, you're just you're just there's going to be a meeting and there's going to be a vote and you'll no no longer then be a southern baptist florida baptist church so just let you know we're going to have that discussion we don't sugarcoat things here Uh, am i embarrassed yes am i hurt for those who um legitimately have been abused you bet uh and we're going to talk about it and um but we hey we live in a fallen world whether in the church out of the church street corner movie theater wherever i mean people are people and um just because one says that they are a Christian, as you know today, there's a, a lot to dissect with that. So let's go ahead and um, let's get to something extremely positive. And you know that um, uh, my son goes to uh, a Christian school. And um, because of the Lord talking about the importance of raising up our children in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord, one of the things I like to just remind us before we talk about one of our fine schools is who has your children's attention most of the day? Are they with you at home if you homeschool? If you do, well, you've got a lot of uh, uh, control over that environment and a lot of leadership. But 
whether it's my son going to a Christian school or your son going to a public school, may I tell you what, we're up and at him early. He's not back till 3 or 4 o'clock. And who he is being instructed by, the worldview that encompasses his environment throughout that day, and by virtue of the fact that we are parents saying you're going to school to learn, guess what? When we see the millennials who, you know, leave home or the youngsters that leave home and get to, you know, Florida State, UF, or Central Florida, and within one or two semesters, I mean, you don't even know if they ever knew Christ. Why? Well, because some of those seeds are planted all along the way, and then it's kind of like they get knocked off by the time they get to these real left-wing professors. But there's something you can do about it, and I hope you do something about it. And, And you know what? All of what you're working for your home You can't take that with you. You know, the Brinks truck is not going to follow you, the Garden of Memories. What you are going to have is the legacy that you build with your kids, your boys and your girls, your your grandsons, your granddaughters, your nieces, your nephews. And I believe that as Christians come together, the early church was all about gathering in homes and churches were in homes. And uh, I'm not, believe me, I'm not talking about, you know, if a group wants to get together voluntarily and put their assets together, uh, that's fine. Uh, but the government, absolutely, unequivocally, no way, no way, no way. But I want to tell you that I hope that as we do the showcasing of these fine schools, that you realize that this is one of the most important decisions you're ever going to make. And you are influencing those little guys, those little girls. And so we hope, and why I'm so dedicated to this program, that if you're in a situation that, you know, the Lord kind of has given you, is giving you those signals like, you know, I just don't have a piece. Here's an alternative to um, get a chance to learn more about the Community Christian Academy. And if it's a good fit for you and all comes together, well, we'll help you take a test drive for a year uh, in a reduced fashion and see if uh, that's what the Lord has in mind. So what we'll do, Mike, if we can, let's go ahead and take a, a little bit of an early break and uh, have a chance to uh, come back with David Johnson. And, of course, going to talk about the Community Christian Academy. Might want to have a pen and paper in hand because this might be one for you to check out. I'm Bill Bunkley. And, by the way, the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. And we are delighted to have you along the way on this fine, fine Thursday afternoon. in my glass a what in your what a crack in my glass oh your car what a pain in the glass auto glass america will come to you and give you cash for your cracked glass and they'll give you new glass for free their work is guaranteed they use oem quality windshields call auto glass america at 81396glass that's 81396glass comprehensive insurance required auto glass america Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. 
National Debt Relief has helped so many people. They're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800-518-4020. That's 800-518-4020. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall & Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-776-6094. Need cash? Sell unwanted gold and diamond jewelry to Empire Diamond. Call 1-800-728-3425. In the Empire State Building since 1931 and a reputable Better Business Bureau member, Empire is paying the highest prices ever. The time to sell is now. Empire Diamond offers the highest cash prices without any pressure. Don't wait for gold prices to drop. Call 1-800-728-3425. That's 1-800-728-3425. Or visit EmpireDiamond.com. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. Outbursts of anger, jealousy, drunkenness, they will ruin your life. They will ruin your marriage. They will ruin your family's existence. That's all the flesh wants to do. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. I'm sorry, just sometimes I got to go with the bumper music because you know what? In my studio, it's praise and worship sometime, and uh, that was a real meaningful song to me uh, for all my trips that I take to Israel and when I was uh, over at Moffitt for those many months. But, uh, hey, glad to have you with us this afternoon. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. You know what? This is an important segment because your children are so very important, and uh You know, when we get to heaven, I hope that one of the things that can be said, not for any of my ministries, but just for raising of our kids, that in the end result, we make a lot of mistakes. But you know what? The Lord says, well done, good and faithful servant, as it comes to your son or daughter. Do you want to be told that? Well, got an option for you here that you might want to pray about. And uh, it's the option of maybe a Christian education and a Christian alternative. David Johnson. I appreciate David so much. He was persevering to get over the Howard Franklin Bridge. He is the administrator at the Community Christian Academy. 
He was born in Crescent City, California. That's right. And he made it through and was raised in Chico, California. He was saved at the age of 10 on a small Baptist church in Brookings, Oregon. Goes from, no, I won't say anything. After <laughs> high school, he attended the West Coast Baptist College where he graduated with a bachelor's degree in church ministries. And while attending college, he served at New Life Baptist Chapel of Mojave for two years. And after college, he accepted a position in Chicago, Illinois. That's right. He has been across the continent. Yes, sir. Uh, where he taught and served as youth, path, youth pastor for two years. David and his precious wife, Becky, have served at Community since um, May 2016. Well, we know that you have uh, a half a year left in your school situation, and this is the registration period for all schools right now and it's time to start thinking about next year tell us a little bit about the the foundation in your school to get started well bill it's thank you for uh, just letting me come on here and be a part of the radio um our school is a amazing just little school that's kind of a startup over the past a few years it started in 2009 but it didn't really become a open christian school until the past couple years and um we've continued to grow it and my wife and i stepped into the position of just running the school as she Consider the title principal. I'm administrator, and we work kind of hand in hand to help these kids. And uh, we both have a heart just to help young people. Hmm. Now, I think folks, if they've been listening for the last uh, half an hour, probably figure that you're somewhere over in Pinellas County because of your venture coming over. So, tell us where you're located. We are uh, in um, off of Park and 66th Street in Pinellas Park, Florida. And so, our address six five six five seventy eighth Avenue, Pinellas Park, and. Um, we are part of a ministry of Community Bible Baptist Church, and uh, we're on that campus, and it's an amazing church run by Pastor Brent Stansel. Brent, if you're listening, my man, uh, you got a good one here, and we appreciate all of what you're doing. Now, the school and the church, um, it's centrally located because Pinellas Park is not too south, not too north, not too east, not too west. You're kind of in the bullseye, right? Yeah, exactly. We are. If you took a bullseye and put it right on Pinellas County, we're right there in the center. And uh, it's actually helped us a lot in trying to reach families, new families, since we've moved. We just moved properties this last year. Um, it was September. Um, so it's a little over a year now. And uh, we've um, uh, bought the property because we plan to build. We're working on building a gym and auditorium um, in that, on that property. And so we're continuing to grow. We'll renovate the current property we're in. We don't. The facilities we have are great, but uh, we want to renovate them and continue to add to uh, a, our growing environment. Hmm. And by the way, we're talking about the Community Christian Academy. That's Community Christian Academy. And uh, what is your website? CCAFLA.com. It's Community Christian Academy and then FLA for Florida. And again, we'll have uh, the other website uh, for the Christian tuitions. But but if you want, if you're by your home or office PC and just want to get that initial look, go to ccfla.com. That's ccfla.com. So tell us a little bit because uh, a lot of the fine schools in the area, they have different approaches in terms of what grade levels that they offer. Uh, if we have someone that's, uh, you know, in commuting distance of a community Christian academy, tell us a little bit about uh, if they have a son or daughter or other family member, what what grades are we talking about here that they might want to consider with you? Right. So we are um, a open enrollment for kindergarten through sixth grade, and we want to uh, continue to grow that. And then we are a closed enrollment or a member of the church or someone that has been part of the school for the last two years for seventh through twelfth grade. And really, it's just um, the way we look at it is um, 
a kindergarten through sixth grade. It's kind of a mission field, try and reach kids and teach them about the Lord, reach the, uh, uh, our community. And our, our seventh through twelfth grade is more of a, a discipleship ministry, trying to help kids de- develop their relationship uh, with God. And, and really, there are two major divisions or camps, probably not the right word, but you can, when you get to middle school and high school, you can either have open enrollment or closed enrollment. And there is um, certainly um, logic on both sides, uh, biblical authority on both sides. But the idea is at your particular school, if they're a member of the church and they're older or those type of things, or have been there two years as an under, kind of hard to say undergrad when you're talking about like kindergarten. Right. But, uh, <laughs> They've been years. there at least for two years. Just We've been able to just influence them and get to know the family personally. Then it gives us a better opportunity to help influence a teenager. With obviously high school, pro, high schoolers come high school problems, and uh, and so we like to monitor that. I kind of treat the school as uh, kind of a mother hen. I want to protect what comes in, and but also um, help these kids understand how to say no to things and and grow up uh, with the right wisdom. There, and you know, both both uh, concepts are teaching the values, but this one kind of your particular approach probably is a, a little more fine tuned discipleship oriented because. You, you have a little less of a incoming and outgoing situation with students, and, and you're really working with a known commodity a little bit more as you go along. Would that be a fair way to that characterize is. it? I also have, um, as a closed environment for the high school, it gives me an opportunity to um, oftentimes know the parents really well. And uh, and as I was a youth pastor for the church the, over the last year, and I got and so if I had an issue with the kid, I often already had a relationship with the parent through the church as well. So it gave me that opportunity. But on our elementary side, we have an amazing group of families that I also have great relationships with, and we're small in that we're still growing as a startup. Uh, and uh, we get, but we have in that small environment, we uh, um, have a, a great number of teachers. Every classroom is around ten to fifteen students, and keeps us in that great environment to try and reach the kids. Hmm. If you're just joining us, we're talking about the Community Christian Academy in Pinellas Park, Florida. And I want to tell you that they are part of our half-price tuition program. We'll tell you about that at the very end, just very briefly. But if you want to check them out, go to ccfla.com. That's ccfla.com. Got an absolutely awesome senior pastor and and a great uh, vision and a plan for reaching out to that community, one that you certainly want to consider, especially if you have some of the younger kids and you're wanting to have that opportunity with the open enrollment, that that is uh, absolutely super. Now, there's distinctions between different um, schools around our area, different Christian schools, but one of those is, uh, well, the the extra activities. We call them extracurricular activities, and those can vary from school to school. Showcase a little bit about what um, Community Christian Academy has to offer. Really quick, I just wanted to correct that it's CCA. FLA.com. Well, and so if you're going to cut, visit no, the website. My a, my a is not in there. And CCA, FLA. That rhymes, right? Yes, Bill. Thank you. And um, our. CCA, FLA.com. I'll make sure I mention that a couple times. Sorry <laughs> if you hope you didn't get to a bad site by that other one. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I, I should look that up and see what it is. <laughs> um, no, but some of the extracurricular stuff we do is great. Um, uh, as, a, as I said, we're small, but. Uh, like I like to say, we're fierce in that we do a lot of things uh, with the kids. On our high school side, we have a sports program. In the fall, uh, fall semester, we'll do uh, flag football we've done, and we're doing basketball and, um, for the boys and for the girls. We do a volleyball and basketball. And, um, and so both of those sports programs keep them plenty busy. And then uh, we have a music program all across our school. That actually happens during the school day. Kids can enroll in it and 
um, anything from from individual piano lessons uh, that students do to guitar lessons at the school. And then we'll also, um, lower elementary can do a choral singing group, and they get to learn a little bit about just uh, notes and reading and, and tempo. And then you get to a, a music theory in the middle elementary, and they kind of use a flutophone and a recorder. And then uh, when they get to uh, upper elementary, we've started this year beginning with a, a Mike Austin is the man who we've, uh, who's come on staff, an amazing you're going to hear me keep bragging about different people in the school because uh, I don't think it's about me. I think it's about uh, the administrator. Uh, you just get to meet, and, and I'll deal with the problems. But the teachers are what really make the difference in the school. And uh, Mike Austin takes this time with these kids and has just started teaching them band. And uh, so I'm looking forward to developing these sixth graders as they uh, over the next five years um, with these new instruments that they're just learning. And uh, we'll continue to develop as we and over the next years uh, enroll kids in our band class. Um, on our, we do a, a large drama program that we practice through the year, and uh, we pack out our auditorium with uh, sell tickets and everything, and that's a great fundraiser for the school, but uh, um, we put on a, a, a first-class performance, if you ask me, and um, we'll do a lot of other things like um, have a, a kind of an intramural um, spirit week where the kids compete against each other every, uh, once a year. We'll do field trips often. Um, we've done four or five already this year, um, and then we have a a large program called our trunk or treat right around the fall time. And we, uh, we put, we, the whole school puts it on. We, um, booths and jump houses and, um, uh, we invite the whole community, did a mailer and had, uh, over 500 people come to that with just, uh, just in the, just around the area. And so we like to try and just reach the local, the local community. Hmm. And Dave Johnson, I tell you when, when folks that, uh, folks who are sold out, what I call, Orthodox Christians, and they really want to be not only with their church family, where they are located, having all of these opportunities to come together, that just builds the fellowship, that just builds relationships. So, boy, you talked about so much. Uh, If you can, if you take a second, um, your families, your feedback, um, a lot of things they love in that mix, but if you had to pick out one or two that are recurring themes the let's say the Barnabases in your mm-hmm. church, the encouragers, uh, and not just encouraging for encouraging sake. What would be one or two things that you think uh, are, are really the standout things that your students and family love about uh, Community Christian Academy? Well, I I was bragging on the teachers. I think them specifically sells the school. Them specifically shows family how families and people and uh, word of mouth really is what the way we've grown our school. And this is our first opportunity to kind of start talking about and. Um, uh, show our school to others but uh, we we like the fact that our teachers are amazing that love their they pray for their kids daily they think about their kids off they come to me about just little concerns have nothing to do with academics just what's going on at home and things that they're worried about and like what the kids have, have told us about and we like it we enjoy the second grader coming to us and telling us the prayer request about uh, their parents and 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 getting to share that with the parents and sometimes it's a hilarious thing that we'll get funny stories that we get to talk about back and forth but it's really a family environment but I also I think that that kind of showcase that one thing that sets our school out from a lot of especially the local Christian schools in our area is uh, to be honest our price we are um, very uh, affordable compared to the area and even though we are uh, we we allow a, a great price we still offer an incredible um, education for our kids our kids test above. Uh, far above the national average, we do they do well, and yet um, we're for forty five hundred dollars you can enroll your kid in a Christian school for a year and uh, and have an environment of people that love him, them and care for them. 
Well, i tell you what, that is very competitive as well. And uh, you can just do the math for someone who's, I believe God has someone in mind over the next few weeks that will be able to uh, utilize the ChristianTuitions.com. And just remember that not only is this very affordable, but oftentimes, uh, you know, you may be in a situation where you need to make that change. And maybe you have to change your finances around. Maybe that car payment's got to go. You, you let go of that and buy something cash. And so just keep in mind this opportunity that the Community Christian Academy is offering that who will be an opportunity to come with maybe a half price in addition to the great annual price. It gives you a year to get your finances ready to go for the ongoing situations. We'll tell you how that works in, in just a moment. Uh, the website for the Community Christian Academy is C-C-A-F-L-A. If you tried the earlier one, didn't quite get there. Mm-hmm. C-C-A-F-L-A.com. That's C-C-F-L-A.com, and that's how you can plug in uh, to the school. Um, probably the last thing is, you know, for a church to take on a school as opposed to just an independent Christian school, um, there's got to be a love for kids. There's got to be a love for what I mentioned earlier, raising children in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord, because quite frankly, you know, when you're dealing with parents and kids and the issues Mm -hmm. and then you worship together, I mean, there are some, you know, some churches just say, you know what, we just don't want to go that route because of what we do with our our evangelism. I want to give you a chance to showcase that because I I think that's one of the things that... um, is a standout as we try and compare what you're doing on that campus. So like I was uh, saying a little bit earlier is that uh, we do really treat the uh, elementary as kind of a, a mission field, a desire to reach kids and to help them and to develop them with it, to have a true relationship with Jesus Christ. And it's a big deal to us, and uh, we're unashamed about it. We have Bible classes daily. We have uh, a chapel at the end of the week, and the kids get to spend time and just learn about the Bible and learn um, what it means to have a relationship with Christ. And then on our high school, uh, we um, treat it as a, a discipleship ministry, and in that we want those kids that have uh, um, trusted or believed on Jesus or, or understand what the Bible is to now learn a deeper understanding and a deeper relationship with Him, and uh, it gives us an opportunity to and um, uh, find issues and 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 little things that kind of come along, like we were saying about issues with the high schoolers that, uh, and help them truly uh, tackle those with the right um, biblical mindset rather than waiting until they're out of the home and out of the school and, and not understanding how to deal, how to say no to the right thing or how to uh, confront that with a biblical perspective. Hmm. I want to tell you, awesome, awesome. So again, if you'd like to find out more, let me give you a little protocol here. Now, you, you, please take a test drive, take a look at their website Community Christian Academy, that's ccafla.com. However, let me just kind of walk you through. If you think you might be a candidate for our Christian tuitions half price off, 4500 divide by two, tell you what, screaming deal, screaming deal with, with what they're doing here. But here's a couple of ground rules. The idea is, is for us here at our ministry uh, at uh, Let's Talk Faith is to introduce you to a school that you might not be introduced to. Well, you're getting that by virtue of the radio waves. What we want you to do, though, take a first step uh, to protect the opportunity. Go, uh, as far as any kind of moving forward, go to ChristianTuitions.com. That Christians, Christians Tuition S. ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. Go there first. You can kind of read about the program, read the protocol. 
There's a quick little one or two minute information sheet that you would send to us and then we would just contact you real quick and then we would refer you over to not only Community Christian Academy but all of the fine schools that are, that are participating in our program. You can also go to ChristianTuitions.com and, and drill down to see a little bit more about how all this will work. So just remember that um, don't want to have any confusion when we get to that point but you can use both resources and I want to tell you that uh, I am so proud of not only Community Christian Academy and, of course, uh, Senior Pastor Brent Stansel and what they're doing there, but but also for all of our fine schools. And I also just want to tell you, if you were in the Pinellas Park area and maybe you're a seeker or, or maybe there was a time when you walked closer with the Lord and, you know, how we all kind of tend to drift, but you know what? You just realize in your heart of heart, Holy Spirit working on you, saying, you know what? What I'm doing just isn't cutting it. Tell you what, if you're looking for a church home, you know, in addition to the Community Christian Academy, I wholeheartedly suggest that uh, you drop by, maybe give Pastor a call, have a cup of coffee. It's a great, it's a great place to get reconnected. But uh, David Johnson, thank you for your tenacity uh, of getting across the bridge, and glad that we didn't have uh, guests lined up and we couldn't move things around. So it's been an honor to be with you this afternoon, and we wish you all the best. Thank you very much for letting me come here. God bless. Give our regards to your wife as well. All right, uh, 877-943-9673. When I come back, let's talk about the president of the Southern Baptist um, Convention, J.D. Greer, and uh, talk a little bit about what Southern Baptist leadership plans to do about the sex abuse issue that is before them. For the Bill Monthly Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. This is the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Jesse Smollett's attorneys and family members left his Chicago bond hearing without speaking to reporters. One of the attorneys, Jack Pryor, told the judge during Thursday's hearing that Smollett maintains these are outrageous allegations, but he and other defense lawyers left afterward without commenting. About a dozen family members and supporters of Smollett attended the hearing and stood up throughout the proceedings. North Carolina's Elections Board has ordered a new election in the nation's last undecided congressional race after reviewing evidence that it was tainted by absentee ballot fraud. The North Carolina State Board of Elections voted 5 to nothing on Thursday to hold a new election in the 9th Congressional District. The board did not immediately set a schedule. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 104 points. The Nasdaq dropped 29. The S&P lower by 10. Oil down to 56.96 a barrel. This is SRNU. It's so nice now that the kids are asleep. Cheers. We got the kids, our house, a stable income. Checking off all the boxes. But there's one box we haven't checked off. What's that? Life insurance. We don't need to think about that now. We're young. That's why now is the best time. Life insurance gets more expensive the older you get. But I don't have time to do a blood test. It's such a hassle to meet with someone just to get a quote. Not with Ethos. Ethos? It's a modern kind of life insurance. You just answer four quick questions at GetEthos.com and get a free instant quote. No pushy salespeople. And no medical exams required for policies covering under a million dollars. You can apply online in just 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Let's do it. Hmm. But then what will we do for the rest of the night? I'm sure we can think of something. (laughs) Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to GetEthos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. GetEthos.com. GetEthos.com. 
The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-651-3235. That's 800-651-3235. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. I've been searching for ways to grow deeper in my faith and strengthen my daily walk, and I found it at Crosswalk.com. From Bible study tools to Christian living articles, devotionals, movie reviews, to marriage and finance articles, well, you get the idea. Crosswalk.com also has a great online community of Christians just like me. With everything just a click away, it's like having a trusted friend, teacher, and mentor right here at my desk every day. Crosswalk.com, the intersection of faith and life. Know the Truth with Pastor Philip DeCourcy. It's a powerful moment at the beginning of the gospel. What do we read in Galatians 4, verse 4? In the fullness of time, God sent forth His Son. God was preparing the world for Jesus' birth. God was preparing the world for His public ministry. Weekday mornings at 9.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. For some people, difficult transitions like retirement, divorce, or loss of a loved one may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who served our country, guys like me. Support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life. Learn how you can help at VeteransCrisisLine.net. Hey, Bill Bunkley here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Glad to have you with us this afternoon. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. And I want to talk a little bit about the situation, hopefully. uh, Where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? All right. Having a chance to talk with uh, David while I was here. And what I want to do is uh, let me pull up a story real quick from... um, Baptist Press, because Baptist Press was covering the president of the Southern Baptist Convention as uh, he was addressing, I believe it was yesterday, uh, the situation in Texas. And uh, give me just a second, because I had it up and I don't know where it went. So I'm hoping that um, I can get right back to the page here, because I definitely 
want to uh, have this um, discussion. And oh my word, my lead story here is not exactly where it was at. So let's go to a follow-up story. Um, the um, the sex abuse uh, prevention which is what the president of the Southern Baptist Convention, J.D. Greer, was addressing yesterday. There is a a story that's sort of following up, and this comes from Baptist Press in Nashville. And I want to comment on this story because I think it's uh, probably an updated story. Preventing and Responding, written by Baptist Press, to sexual abuse was a major focus during meetings of the Southern Baptist Convention Executive Committee in Nashville that just wrapped up on the 18th and 19th, just a couple of days ago. And that is at the headquarters of the Southern Baptist Convention. And uh, I've spent a lot of time there uh, on ethics issues. Uh, with um, We've had annual meetings there and uh, game planning, what we're going to be doing across the country with our legislative action. Now, the executive committee is a group of individuals that uh, oversee the Southern Baptist Convention, uh, pastors and the like. And, of course, uh, Dr. J.D. Greer, who's president of the convention, is also a senior pastor. And um, among the executive committee's actions was recommending an amendment to the Southern Baptist Constitution stating churches are not. Are you ready for this? This is the plan. Let let me back up a little bit because uh, I need to set a better foundation for this. As I mentioned during the last hour, I've been trying to um, educate those that are not part of uh, the Southern Baptist denomination, each church is an independent church. If you're you're a Southern Baptist church, you are not part, you're not officially, you know, the Southern Baptist Convention-owned church. Now, you apply, depending on, you know, as your theology uh, is evaluated there at your particular church, and uh, you make application, and if you are in a lane of like fellowship, like theology, then you can become um, co-op- a cooperative member of the Southern Baptist Convention. All Baptist, all Southern Baptist, Florida Baptist churches are cooperating churches. Now, there are guidelines in order to be a cooperating church, and uh, to some degree, yes, there is control from the Southern Baptist Convention, Florida Baptist Convention, that if you don't abide by uh, certain what has been determined by the by these executive committees is non-negotiable um, uh, elements of uh, how you worship and practice, then uh, you're not going to either continue to be affiliated or you won't uh, get your affiliation approved. So with that, the, um, the president... Uh, is very interested in taking some very swift action. And with the executive committee meeting, it's an opportunity for this to have happened. So there was a um, a recommendation that's going to be an amendment that will be taken up at the next annual meeting of the Southern Baptist Convention. And it states that churches are not, quote, in friendly cooperation with the convention if they have evidenced indifference in addressing sexual abuse, close quote. Now, that was the issue, uh, as I reported a few days ago from the Houston Chronicle. And to really boil it down to very simple terms, allegations being made, and and I won't get into the allegations, but I'm not denying them. Don't misunderstand me. But 
allegations are that when there were situations of su- suspected or let's go the next step confirmed sexual abuse that maybe there were that, that allegedly there were churches that once it came to light were indifferent weren't doing as much as they could and um and so that is the gist of where we're at because if you don't take a very proactive, diligent, open uh, approach uh, to those situations, and it's a fine line because you've got allegations being made, you've got to determine whether the alleged incident, did it happen, did it not happen? Did it happen the way it was described by the alleged victim, or were there elements that uh, are up for debate? It all goes into what we think about when we think about someone's alleged to do a crime and you do an investigation. But the idea is, is that the Southern Baptist Convention, in looking at the evidence brought forward by the Houston Chronicle, that there are some churches that uh, they believe that were part of this report that could have and should have done more. So proposed as a Southern Baptist Convention constitutional amendment also specifying racial discrimination as a basis to disfellowship a church. If you've got a, a church that, uh, just just be honest, you got a church that uh, predominantly white and uh, they have some issues about uh, Hispanics, African Americans, Asians, whatnot, Uh, If that uh, comes to light in a proven basis, then I want to tell you that they can be uh, classified as a disfellowship of a church and they would no longer be in cooperation with the Southern Baptist Convention. And the reason why I, I point to that is because going forth with the gospel, going forth in evangelism, Regardless of what has happened or hasn't happened, what's true or not true, going forward, our denomination is is not going to have any tolerance for these type of issues going forward. And to respond to two SBC messenger motions seeking to disallow addresses by elected officials at SBC annual meetings. That came up kind of unrelated, but just to explain to you what that is, I'm trying to give you the report from the executive committee. Mike Pence was invited to speak and did speak at, uh, at the Southern Baptist Convention prior to the election. Of course, uh, we have a, a wide um, platform of opinions, both whether Southern Baptist delegates to the convention who might have been supporting the Hillary Clinton ticket as opposed to those that were supporting the Donald Trump ticket uh, and, in fact, the vice president came, I think he came as vice president. It's kind of hard to remember the sequence here because I wasn't necessarily going to share this part of it. But the idea was that there's also a um, a group that doesn't want to have elected officials speak at the convention. But let's just focus in for just a minute on the sexual abuse part because that's what I wanted to just have a little full disclosure and, and tell you exactly what uh, what we're dealing with here. The proposed amendment on sexual abuse adopted without opposition, I might add, according to Baptist Press, would add a section to Article 3 of the SBC Constitution defining a cooperating church as one that has not been determined by the executive committee 
to have evidenced indifference in addressing sexual abuse that targets minors and other vulnerable persons and in caring for persons who have suffered because of sexual abuse. Indifference, according to the SBC amendment, can be evidenced by, among other things, A, employing a convicted sex offender, B, allowing a convicted, a convicted sex, offender to, sex offender to work as a volunteer in contact with minors, C, continuing to employ a person who unlawfully concealed from law enforcement information regarding the sexual abuse of any person by an employee or volunteer of the church, or D, willfully disregarding compliance with mandatory child abuse reporting laws. Again, all this is a proposal being, that has now been put in writing to be voted upon. To take effect, the amendment would need two-thirds of the approval at both the 2019 and the 2020 SBC annual meetings. Now, the chairman of the executive committee, Mike Stone, said adopting the amendment would make, quote, explicit what has been implicit already in our government documents. That is, churches who do not deal decisively, talking about Southern Baptist churches, part of Baptist churches, decisively and biblically on the issues of sexual abuse are not in good fellowship with the Southern Baptist Convention. Survivors of sexual abuse, quote, are loved and we commit to seek to care for them, close quote, said Stone. He's pastor of Emmanuel Baptist Church in Blackshear, Georgia. I have relatives in Blackshear, Georgia. I spent time, spent time, great church there in Blackshear, Georgia, little town just, uh, just across the Florida border of the East Coast. As proposed amendment was being discussed in the Executive Committee's Bylaws Work Group and Administrative Committee, leaders clarified that abuse committed by one member of the church would not in itself trigger disfellowshipping, but only action of the church body as a whole that evidenced indifference to the abuse. Additionally, if a church evidenced repentance to its indifference, the disfellowshipping process would likely stop according to committee and the work groups um the president jd greer named several specific churches february 18th as reported to the ec on sexual abuse and asked the bylaws work group to determine whether they meet the sbc standards for cooperating churches that's the deal 18 churches that our president had an issue with they're now going to be investigated. I think one of the things I want to just end this segment on our show today is J.D. Greer, pastor of the Summit Church in Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. He said, quote, we serve a God who laid down his life to protect the vulnerable. How dare we proclaim that gospel with our mouths and then turn a blind eye when the vulnerable in our midst, in our midst cry out for help. So there's more to that. You can go to Baptist Press, um, the website, article wrap-up, Sex Abuse Prevention Tops SBC Executive Committee Agenda. And if you'd like to find out more, it's a good resource. So I am proud that uh, this article came out a week ago. And you can see the very, very swift action by the leadership of the Southern Baptist Convention. Very serious about doing the best we can at this point to right this wrong and going forward. Clear transparency, clear accountability. And if there's indifference, proved indifference, you won't be a Southern Baptist church anymore. 
Going to wrap things up for this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. Tomorrow we'll have another segment with our friends from Focus on the Family and Movie Guide and a whole lot more as we wrap up this very, very special and eventful week. Well, I want to tell you coming up in just a moment, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, on today's edition of Living Truth, the benefits of a friend. Today's message, part one, the benefits of a friend. Keep your dial tuned right here. It's going to be a great message. Well, I'm Bill Bunkley. Hope you have a wonderful, blessed evening. Until tomorrow at 4, God bless and good night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.